0: Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by Lakelink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com.
1: Outdoors Radio is also brought to you by Huntworth Gear, high-tech camo wear at a price you can afford. Huntworthgear.com. I'm Dan Small. Today we'll get a preview of fall colors and outdoor fun in Wisconsin's Florence County, hear about the Halloween zombie shoot and fall classes at the Range of Richfield, and talk about the recent cheating incident at a walleye tournament on Lake Erie. All that and more coming up on Outdoors Radio, so stay right there. It's time now for Madison Outdoors, brought to you by Pappas Trading Post. They are Southern Wisconsin's largest Matthews and Mission archery retailer, located just west of Arena at the intersection of Highway 14 and County Highway H, and on the web at PappasTradingPost.com. You hear this feature every week on WTSO The Big 1070 at this time, and any time at all on our podcast on Lake Link, iHeart Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts. And joining us once again is Pat Hasberg. He is the proprietor of DNS Bait Tackle and Fly Shop on Northport Drive in Madison, his website is dsbait.com and he posts a weekly fishing report on his Facebook page, DNSBait. Well, Pat, thanks for joining us and welcome back.
2: Hey, always a pleasure, Dan. Happy to be here.
1: So how has the fishing been? And I haven't talked to you in a while now. So how's it been in the last couple of weeks?
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it, fishing's been great around town. This, this cooler weather we've been having, it's got the water temps coming down and the fish are responding appropriately. They're, um, you know, getting into their fall patterns, which means they're hungry and getting ready for winter.
1: Okay. Well, let's take us through the lakes and give us a little idea of what's going on, starting maybe with Mendota or Cherokee Marsh, wherever you want to start.
2: Sure. Well, up on Cherokee, I guess, since you mentioned it, um, you know, it's been a a weedy mess up there all year and uh, all summer. But now we've got the cooler weather coming in. And the weeds are starting to die back, and so access is improved, and largemouth bass and pike are plentiful up there, so a lot of folks are taking advantage of that. Uh, but if you move down into Mendota, we've got um, a lot of perch in, in Mendota right now. The size on those fish is a little on the small side, uh, but those fish are all being caught on the weed mines. The good news is is that there's some really nice bluegills uh, that are being caught on the weed lines, mixed right in with those fish. Um, You got the walleye's out on the mid lake humps. The bass were out there with them. Smallmouth bass were out there with them all summer, but those fish have started to move in shallow. So that's making the shore anglers happy. Um, Largemouth bass are in shallow too now and they're, they're looking up eating topwater frogs. Um, and the pipe bite is, you know, continues to be fantastic out there. So a lot of great fish on Mendota.
1: Well, good. Well, how about Monona? Well, Monona, uh,
2: sort of a similar deal. I think probably last time we spoke, the bluegills were out deep or, or over deep water, yes. uh, about 15, 20 feet down. Uh, those fish, have, with the cooler temps, have started to move in shallow as well. So they're finding them on the weed lines um, and also some nice perch on Monona. Um, on the weed lines, mixed in with those gills, uh, the walleyes uh, have started to move into the trestle areas, down by the Triangles. There's a good panfish uh, crappie and bluegill bite off the Monona Terrace wall and in the Triangle area, Burning Ant Bay, and the musky bite, uh, which was pretty slow all summer, has really, really picked up uh, the last few weeks, so a lot of really nice fish I've been hearing about, a, actually several 50-plus-inch muskies coming out of Monona the last few weeks.
1: Wow and most anglers I know, musky anglers anyway put them back. Did those 50s go back in the lake or did they go home with somebody?
2: Uh, you know I can I guess I can't speak for every single angler, but I would say the majority of them are letting those fish go for sure.
1: Yeah. Well, you mentioned Muskies on Monona, but Wabisa's typically a good musky lake as well. What's going on there?
2: Wabisa is a fantastic muskie lake as well and I've been hearing about the same. Reports of a lot of nice fish coming out of that lake. Uh, a lot of the fish down there are coming out of the south end of the lake from what I hear, but um, some, some great numbers and some great size. Um, down on Wabisa too, the, the perch action and the bluegill action has been, uh, really great. And on the north end of Wabisa, there's, uh, Mud Lake, which is just adjacent to Wabisa, has had some really great bass action that picked up the last couple of weeks too, in the big weed flats out there, so. A lot of great opportunities out here.
1: All right. Well, yeah. how about uh, Kiganza then?
2: Oh, well, Kiganza, you know, has been a little bit of a sleeper for, at least for me anyway. You know, Kiganza's on the south end of the chain, So, and I'm on the north end of the chain, so yeah. maybe it's just that I don't hear about the anglers that are fishing there too often down there. I, I concentrate on weed lines and uh, look for perch along, along the weed lines.
1: Now, let's turn to trout fishing, because I know that's something you do a lot of, and you have a fly shop as well as bait shop. How has the trout fishing been? And looking ahead, we've got, by the time this airs, we've got another week to the uh, catch and keep season, or I guess the season ends totally, doesn't it, on the 15th?
2: That's right, yeah. The trout season is down here. we got uh, closes here on the 15th. The hopper action has been great. It's supposed to get down in the 30s, and that's going to knock that hopper population back. So that bite's going to slow down a little bit, but, uh, you know, I was out this last weekend, did well on hoppers in the middle of the day, but in the cooler temps during the mornings and in the evenings, uh, it was a blue-winged olive and caddis, that's what the fish were coming up to during those times. So they're they're looking to the smaller bugs at different times of the day, but middle of the day, the hopper bite really can't be beat.
1: Okay. Well, let's hope they survive, or some of them survive this freeze anyway. And how about spin fishing for trout? I know some people do that.
2: Oh, absolutely. You know, I'd I'd say at least half of the folks that come in here that are fishing for trout are are spin anglers. So, um, But, you know, spin fishing is great year-round for trout. You know, it's hard to beat a a panther martin or a small rapala like a countdown or, you know, even a, a tube jig. or Tube jigs are great. Spoon's. But uh, also just a worm and a bobber. Just drifting a worm through a run can be a absolutely deadly approach for trout. So a lot of great ways to catch trout in Wisconsin.
1: Now, I saw a photo of a guy with a pretty big catfish on your Facebook page. How's that action been? We kind of skipped that.
2: Yeah, the catfish action uh, was slow here for, uh, I don't know, the last month and a half. But the last couple of weeks here, it's been picking up and, yeah, that's just going to get better and better as we get closer to the, to ice up. So those fish, just like all the other fish are getting ready for winter. They know it's coming. And so they got their feed bag on, and, and especially up here on the North side at the one thirteen bridge is possibly the definitely the best catfish spot in Madison, but could be the best catfish spot in Southern Wisconsin. If you're asking me, they, they, there's some giant channels come out of there. And I've been hearing about a, a, a real uptick in that, um, action just in the last uh two weeks here so
1: good is there room for several people to fish there um it seems like a small area that concentrates fish and that can often concentrate anglers as well
2: yeah i mean it's it's a small ish area but there's there's the 113 bridge and then there's a train uh trestle bridge just downstream and then just downstream of that is a another uh, bridge for a smaller road uh, and so if, you know, on each of those bridges, you've got eight spots where you could sit and then there's spots in between. So you can fit a fair amount of anglers down there. But, yeah, it, it can get crowded pretty quick. But uh seems like there's lots of fish down there for everybody.
1: Is there any boat access in that stretch?
2: There is. Uh, you can, well, there's marinas down there that I think you can pay to launch at. Otherwise, if you launch it or park boat launch right here a quarter mile from the shop. It's not a very far to just go up around Governor's Island and up through North Bay, and then you're right up there. And uh, yeah, some fantastic access in in the North Bay, yeah, Lake Mendota, and the 113 Bridge area for for getting access to those fish too.
1: Okay. And before we let you go, how's your bait supply?
2: Bait supply's great. Uh, recently, we've added our musky suckers, so we we now have suckers ranging in size from. Three inches all the way up to 12 and 14 inch suckers for the for the musky folks that are looking to get out.
1: Nice, nice. And your store hours?
2: We are open six to six every day but Sunday, and on Sunday we're open six to five. Okay. So basically six to six every day.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, Pat, thanks so much for that report, and you will have updates, of course, every you, you do it every Friday morning on your Facebook page, right?
2: Yep, every Friday morning we do it on the phone, we do it on Facebook, Instagram, our website, and, uh, yeah, I think that's it. YouTube too is the other one. So yeah, we've got uh, several platforms where we put the report up.
1: Lots of ways to get the info.
2: That's
1: right. All right. Well, Pat, thanks so much. We will talk to you again. Thank you,
2: Dan. Always a pleasure.
1: Good luck out there. Thank you. Pat Hasberg, proprietor of DNS Bait Tackle and Fly Shop on Northport Drive in Madison. This was the Madison Outdoors Report. I'm Dan Small. More Outdoors Radio right after this. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews & Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. If you're ever in a motor vehicle accident, call Hupie & Abraham, named Best Personal Injury Law Firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal, year after year. The firm of Hupie & Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. In fact, they collect millions of dollars every month for hundreds of satisfied clients. Call the firm voted best and rated best, Hupie & Abraham, 800-800-5678, or visit hupie.com. And all 11 offices of U.P. and Abraham are open for business. Well, joining me once again from home in Wisconsin Rapids, back from his last tournament of the open water season, the World Walleye Championship on the Bay of Green Bay, is Jeff Kelm. Well, Jeff, welcome back. And uh, was this truly the last tournament of the season for you?
3: Done, 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 Dan. Uh, we are uh, wrapped up. Things are back in Ponca City, Oklahoma, ready to... Get fixed and <laughs> reworked, and and uh, ready to go for next year.
1: Well, good. And who won this
3: one? Steve Vanamark and Jerry Fox Jr. They're from Michigan. Um, these guys have won just about everything there is to win in the walleye world, except a world walleye championship. And um, and so it's kind of neat. The, these guys are tried and true veterans uh, of the the fishing industry. They've they've seen every major change since the. You know, late 70s, mid 70s, you know, they've they've been involved heavily uh, over the course of their their careers. And they've just really enjoyed the last number of years fishing together. And um, they put up a great fight. They ended up leading every single day at the World Walleye Championship in a total weight of three for three days of fishing of 59 pounds, 15 ounces. They took home right around $30,000 for their efforts
1: nice nice well congrats guys i'm glad you won the big one and that's not a bad paycheck for a weekend of fishing not bad yeah well and what's going on now for you Um, bow hunting or uh, youth hunt Uh, what's up
3: yeah uh yes and yes so i'll Mm. I'll eventually get that bow hunting stuff going but uh uh, the youth hunt this weekend i think we're going to try that uh have had robert out uh, uh shooting and we got everything sighted in on his gun and We kind of have a a routine where we're going out each day, grabbing a couple of shots. I'm moving the target around, and we're we're doing okay. Um, He he is. uh, I I gotta find a way for him to position himself. He's he's a small, skinny kid, you know. So I'm trying to find a way that he's comfortable uh, without too much of a backrest, because not you know not everywhere you're going to shoot, you're going to have a big, comfy backrest and things like that. And so we're still working on a couple of those things, but really, he's done a great job overall. Um, you know, this spring he shot his 410 and we didn't feel like he was quite ready to do some turkey hunting, but he's taken to this single shot, Henry rifle, 243. Phenomenally. He's, he loves it. And, uh, and so we're going to keep going forward. We'll see, um, if, uh, maybe he can score one during the youth hunt here. And if not, we'll try again in November.
1: All right. Well, good luck, Robert. And we will hear about it right here. If it happens. Well, as I mentioned last week, I wrote about my trip to Branson and specifically trout fishing on Lake Tanny Como in the current issue of Wisconsin Outdoor News. Should be on the newsstands, um out there now. And if you're interested in that kind of fishing and that destination, it's a great place to go and some year-round fishing. And the trout are, you know, they're, they're abundant and they're, they're hungry. They are hatchery-raised fish and they, are very eager eaters, let me put it that way. This weekend, I'm going to be after what we hope are eager muskies, and they typically are not. I'm fishing the Treeland's Muskie Fly Fishing Championship out of Treeland Resort on the Chippewa Flowage in Sawyer County, joining my son John and brother Mike and cousin Brad, his son Kevin and Joe Davies to make up two teams in this tournament that's limited to 100 entrants, and we'll let you know next week how we did. I had a bit of a mishap, uh, and Jeff, you know about this because I called you the other night. On the way up north, I hit a deer in Chippewa County. He's now resting comfortably at Lots of Meats in uh, Bloomer, Wisconsin, and I hope to pick up some packages uh maybe on the way home even. Well, coming up, we will talk with Eric Prince of Florence County Economic Development about October fun and fall colors up there. The Range of Richfield President Jim Bobiash reports on October classes and events, including their annual Halloween zombie shoot coming up uh, at the end of October. And at some point in the show, Jeff and I will talk about the implications of an alleged cheating incident at a recent walleye tournament on Lake Erie. You've probably heard about it. All that and more straight ahead on Outdoors Radio. Get outside and let us be your
4: guide. Lawrence County, Wisconsin.
1: The fall colors are here. Plan
5: a UTV color ride on the Blue Ox Trails. Hike ATV or disc golf to the top of Kais Peak for a gorgeous vista. Or drive the 33-mile Rustic Road number 74 and Fence through the National Forest. For an easy one-mile waterfall hike, try LaSalle Falls. For a more rugged hike, breakwater falls is best. For more info, stop by the Visitor Center or go to exploreflorencecounty.com.
1: Flow has made world-class recreational and utility trailers for 40 years, and the industry-leading innovations keep on coming. Choose an all-aluminum UT model or CargoMax, the only utility trailer with a molded polymer bed, integrated sides, and an engineered aluminum frame. With either one, you'll know you don't have just any old trailer. If a new trailer is on your mind, check out floeintl.com. Flow Trailers, where the rubber meets
3: the road. Have more success on the ice with the LiveScope Plus Ice Fishing Bundle LI from Garmin. Drill fewer holes, catch more fish. This portable live sonar bundle comes with the LiveScope Plus system, Echomap UHD 93SV display, and a lithium battery, all packaged in a case making hole hopping a breeze. LiveScope Plus helps you find more fish with improved resolution, reduced noise, clearer images, and better target separation. Fill your freezer with fillets with help from Garmin. Visit Garmin.com or shop your local Garmin dealer today.
1: Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews & Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com.
0: Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small.
1: Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. The Range of Richfield offers the ultimate shooting experience. They're located on Helson Drive, where highways 41 and 45 split, just north of the Richfield Cabela store, easy to find, and on the web at therangewi.com. And joining us once again for our monthly conversation about what's happening at the range is Range of Richfield president Jim Bobbyash. Jim, welcome back and thanks for joining us again
4: pleased to have this opportunity to chat with you each month. I look forward to this.
1: I do, too, and you've always got exciting things going on there at the range, so what have you got for us?
4: Obviously, fall is in the air, and the range is getting ready for some great fall events, but before we get started, I'd like to give a big shout out to Tom and Dave from Fond du Lac. They have been listening to you for years, and they stopped in to see the range and to find out a little bit more about our consignment gun program. We had a great conversation, and they mentioned how much they enjoy your show. So, Tom and Dave, thanks for stopping in and being a fan of Dan's show.
1: Yeah, well, great. Tom and Dave, your check is in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks for listening, and I uh, hope you hear this show because we're having a good time today. So, well, what have you got going on? you got classes right now, right?
4: Yes, the classes are really starting to ramp up now that we're into the fall season. People are done with their vacations, kids are back in school, so they have more time for them. So some of our more popular ones are as follows. We have Drawing a Firearm from Concealment, and that's an advanced class, which is October 12th. We have Wisconsin Conceal Carry Course on October 18th. Women's Handgun Fundamental on October 23rd. Ladies' Night, the theme this month is Defensive Mindset and Evaluating Our Plan, and that's on October 19th. And then we have our uh, NRA Basic Pistol Course on October 29th and 30th, and this is a two-day class. And then our first shots, which is an introduction to shooting, is October 26th. We have a nice slate of classes. i got some great instructors. We'll be adding more if these times don't work, so just check out our website or Facebook. We'll have all that information posted there.
1: Well, that's a full slate of classes, but you also have events off and on in most months, don't you?
4: Yes, we do. And, of course, October, Friday the 29th through Sunday the 31st, we will be offering our Halloween zombie shoot. So you come on in, you get a free target, and all lanes are only $15 an hour, from $25 an oh. hour. But we are dying to see you. <laughs> come on in.
1: <laughs> oh, you're not going to bite us, are you?
4: No, I don't ever know. Never
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's always, it's always fun, uh, Halloween, that you're pl- Anybody going to dress up there?
4: Well, you know, I'm not sure what's going to happen this year. We haven't really got into that. In the past, we've had people coming with all kinds of costumes. hmm you know, after the last two years the pandemic, we're seeing people come back, but it's a little bit slower, and it's kind of hard to judge exactly where they're at. So we're doing a little surveying. If we get enough people, yeah, absolutely we'll do it.
1: All right. Well, folks, if you want to have fun on Halloween, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, you know where to go. What else you got? Well,
4: on, on October 11th through the 14th, in honor of Columbus Day, you will be able to discover all of our lanes for, well, you guessed it, Only $14.92. All right. (laughs) we, We try to have fun, obviously. I know. And then, in addition, our Columbus Day Liberty Safe Sale runs all month. So, all Liberty Centurion, Colonial 50s, USA 50s, and select Fat Boys and Fat Boy Juniors are priced to sell. We have some great deals. Folks, come on in and see for yourself. We also have some beautiful Liberty white flag safes available. They do this periodically once a year. And the safes are really cool, they're all white and they have a, an American flag uh, on different locations on the different safes. Uh, they're very cool, it's a limited run, and once they get on the floor they usually don't stay very long. So if you're interested, either check out the website or come on in, I'd love to show you what we have.
1: And you've got a fair stock, a fair selection of safes now?
4: Oh my goodness, yeah, I think I have at least 20 of them on the showroom floor and I've got probably another 25 in the in the warehouse. So. And if somebody wants to order a specific safe, what used to take, you know, three months, four months last year, I can get now in 45 days. Things, Yeah, things have really changed and obviously much better.
1: So it's not too early to do some holiday shopping.
4: Oh, no, and now's a good time to jump in. They can make for a great Christmas present. You can get gift cards, and then they can buy it towards the safe. The key is, you know, come in and take a look at what we have or go to our website and check us out.
1: All right, what else?
4: Well, I made reference earlier about our firearms consignment program. Yeah. This service is just plain taken off. You just go to www.therangewi.com and click on the range tab, then firearm consignment to find out all about this amazing opportunity for you to turn your seldom used guns into cash. We've had a lot of success. A lot of folks are bringing the guns in, uh, so we're really excited about it. Sometime during the second half of October, you'll see our new billboard going up on highways 4145. Actually, it's just south of Holy Hill Road. So this will be promoting the Range of Richfield. It's going to have a big sign that says guns. It's going to have the word Range of Richfield and buy, sell, trade, consign, and shoot. I so Hopefully, you all notice it. And if you do, stop in and tell me you saw it.
1: All right, good. Well, your leagues are underway, I guess, aren't they?
4: Oh yeah, the league started last month, Uh, but there's still plenty of time to sign up if somebody's interested. Also, we have a new bullseye league, and boy, this thing has turned out to be outstanding. We still have room, and the nice part about the bullseye, you need to shoot ten times to get in the event, and you can do that shooting at any time. It doesn't have to be, you know, on a specific day, so we're very flexible as far as that goes. So if anybody, you know, is interested, call here. Uh, We'll be happy to explain everything. It's also again on our website.
1: All right. And if someone's not interested in a league or a class or buying a gun, just wants to talk guns and ammo, you're available for that as well.
4: Oh, my goodness, yes. You know, a lot goes into buying a gun, Uh, and we want to make sure that we're able to fit you with the right gun. We have lots of guns that are in rental, so if you do uh, get a little interested in in it, we can provide you with some opportunities to try them. But we just love to talk about guns, tell you what's what's in the market and what's coming up.
1: All right. Well, Jim, thanks so much for this report, and I hope you have a great rest of October, and we'll talk to you again after the spooky Halloween weekend.
4: Thanks, Dan. look forward to that opportunity.
1: All right. Jim Bobby Ash is the president of the Range of Richfield. They are located on Helson Drive, right where highways 41 and 45 split. It's just north of the Richfield Cabela store. You can also find them and information on the topics we talked about on their website. TheRangeWI.com I'm Dan Small. More Outdoors Radio right after this.
0: Listen to more Outdoors Radio online at DansmallOutdoors.com Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small.
1: Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. I'm talking with Jeff about a tournament issue that came up last week. It's been all over the Internet. Jeff, it's no secret that there was a problem with a walleye tournament on Lake Erie in Ohio, in the Cleveland area. And why don't you fill in the listeners who might have not heard anything about it, although it's hard to believe that uh everybody doesn't know but what happened there
3: sure sure so uh i I do want to clarify what you said there was no problem with the tournament there was a problem with two individuals and their fish um and uh and the only reason i say that is because um the tournament organization itself and jason fisher the tournament director has taken a little bit of flack and i'll go over why that is in, in just a few minutes. But uh, so what we're talking about here is the Lake Erie Walleye Trail. Um, they were holding their championship year-end event, their final event uh, last weekend. And Jason Fisher, the um, tournament director, has been all over the news in the last week talking about uh, a couple of yahoos that decided to add 12-ounce lead weights to to the bellies of their fish at multiple 12 ounce weights to the bellies of their fish, adding up to about eight pounds of additional weight uh, that they um, had on top of just the natural weight of their fish. And as you can imagine, that's cheating. Yeah, You can't be adding weights to your fish. And um, the the biggest issue with this right now is, is everybody is pointing at the success that these two anglers have had in the last fourteen months or so, and you start looking back at the fish they've handed in, and the things that they've done after they have weighed their fish, and the 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 vision is very clear as to what they've been doing, but they've gotten away with it for a couple of different reasons, and and um, uh, I, I don't I, I don't want to say anything. That would give other people ideas. (laughs) Yeah, you know, uh, but uh, but they were doing things uh, that um, were getting themselves uh, getting away with uh, getting without being caught Uh uh, over the course of that time, including passing polygraph tests and voice stress tests and things like that.
1: Yeah, that's amazing because there are tests uh, at the end of a lot of these tournaments. Uh, Do you use them yourself in your tournaments, sir?
3: Yeah, uh, we we do use uh, polygraph tests, uh, not at every event, um, but just like Jason, uh, you know, a team can protest, uh, just like the Lake Erie Walleye Trail, the Masters Walleye Circuit, uh, or the National Team Championship, or any one of the events that I run, the Sturgeon Bay Open Bass Tournament, all of them. Somebody can protest, and we can uh, submit them to a polygraph test, um, uh, whether it be that day if we had a retainer on a polygrapher or if we would schedule a polygraph appointment for for somebody to go in and we would generally ask them a series of uh three to five questions about their catch uh as solely focusing on uh their communication on the water uh their uh them altering their fish in any way catching their fish on uh the uh, tournament waters during tournament hours and uh, a couple other questions that w- it varies depending on where we are and what the specific regulations are, but those are kind of the the general questions we ask, and we ask them in such a way that um, if you're cheating, you will likely get caught when you've got to answer those questions the way the questions are worded and the way you have to answer them, and um, uh, the the I hate to give them any more press, but Chase Kaminsky and Jacob Runyon are are the two yahoos that uh, decided they were going to add weights to their fish. And uh, without any proof, we believe they've been doing it for a little while now. They've been winning just about everything over on Lake Erie, including a a number of Jason's events. They did cash a check at my event earlier this year uh, that Jason and I held as a dual event in um, uh, Sandusky, Ohio, Mm -hmm. in June and um uh, there's part of part of me believes that they did not cheat this at least they did not cheat the same way at that event as they have been for Jason's events and others in the area so the goofy rules that ohio has is that you have to, you cannot put fish back into the water for a tournament so once you hand your fish in to me at the the bump sink and across the stage those fish are now getting donated. Every one of those walleyes get the knife at the end of the day, mm-hmm. whether you take your fish home or they go to a processor, donate it to a food pantry, whatever it may be. And, um, and so Jason's event and others, you can hand in fish that are dead without penalty. Okay. Because they're going to get the knife anyways. Sure. And, you know, rough water, deep water, late summer, warm water. There's lots of reasons why fish just wouldn't make it. But uh, um, what al- that allows is that if you modify your fish, special, especially if you dump weight down the fish's mouth, you're going to kill the fish. Right. And if you can hand in a dead fish, it doesn't send up as many red flags. Yeah. At my event in June, I made everyone hand in live fish. Uh-huh. You got a penalty If you handed in a dead fish, which is not typically what they see on Lake Erie. And so we believe that would be one reason why they may not have uh, done as well as uh, if uh, cheating at at our event. Because we had to make sure the fish were alive. If they shoved anything down their throat, those fish would have been long dead, uh, even with just minutes. And our our bump master looks at live and dead fish every single day of of his life being a guide, uh, a fishing guide, a walleye guide in particular. So, um, but Dan, this has really been a, a, a big black eye to the industry yes. because these guys took multiple tests and passed them. We don't know how they passed them. It could be the questions they were asked. It could be uh, could be something they did prior to the tests, mm-hmm. knowing that they were going to take a test. Mm-hmm that prepared them to, um, pass the tests, uh, and, and pass with, uh, without deception being detected. Yeah. And, um, and the unfortunate thing is that Google, uh, uh, you know, you can Google how to pass a polygraph and it'll <laughs> show you, yeah. you know, which is why they're not, you know, held up in court, but they usually are pretty good for a fishing tournament.
1: Yeah, I see. Well, um, um uh, yeah. You know, whatever those guys did and whatever they might have done in the past, their goose is cooked now as far as tournament fishing is concerned, right?
3: Yeah. So uh, what it basically comes down to, Dan, is that they will, they've will they already got a lifetime ban across every tournament series, no matter the uh, species. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't matter if they would go off to a, a saltwater event in, you know, the Bahamas. Yeah. Th- they're banned for life. Yeah. Uh, it takes a simple Google search. It's over for them. They will never fish another tournament. Chances are, Dan, they will actually have their fishing, at least their fishing, possibly their hunting uh, uh, licenses taken away for life. Wow. Um, and uh, Ohio is a reciprocal state, which means uh, there are multiple I believe it's like 40-some states in the nation. That if you have your fishing license banned in one state, you cannot get one in that state either. Uh huh. Well, th- and
1: so yeah, it sounds like those guys ought to take up bowling or something other than fishing now that they're they're, they're done fishing. But uh, got to be something, yeah. Yeah. What are the implications beyond the tournaments or this particular tournament? How do you see this impacting fishing in general? Um, is it something that? you know the average angler who never enters a tournament needs to worry about or does it put a black eye on all the fishing
3: well you know that what it does is is there's already people that feel that uh that fishing isn't a sport right so this really uh put things into you know into light into view after you know we do a lot of really good stuff as sportsmen and women uh you know raising funds for conservation for for uh animals uh fish and birds and things like that that we don't even fish for that that we don't consider table fare that we don't we don't do anything um and a lot of that money is funneled through tournaments so it, believe it or not tournament anglers do not get everything for free they generally buy the top of the line stuff and and guess where some of that funding and that uh that research and that uh those monies go um is to uh to your uh, or from come sure. from is is from those guys it, purchasing it, those
1: things it comes from the excise tax the uh, dingle Johnson uh in particular for angling uh the eleven percent tax on uh, items that uh anglers buy for sure yeah, and so I think you know it, it it's certainly from somebody who's
3: you know doesn't fish doesn't you know they just see us as a bunch of hillbillies and things like that and, and I think you you could certainly go down the the long windy road of you know these guys don 't know what they're doing they the, you know they, they're, they're just yahoos out on the water, things like that. Um, but, but I think what the, the biggest thing for the biggest implication that we're going to see is, is within the tournament world is what do we do next? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we do as tournament organizations to protect ourselves from something like this? And, and the truth is, Dan, it really comes down to following through on the rules and disciplines uh, that you already have set. You know, I think, you know, you can always go back and go, man, you know, I I should have done this. I should have done that. And Jason's doing that already. If I would have noticed this or if I would have noticed that or if I would have done this, I would have done that. Um, But there may be some minor rule changes within the organizations. There's people calling for metal detectors. And let me let me tell you this, Dan, real quick story. We have had fish that once they get cut, uh, have had a, a jig Stuck in their gullet That you could never see unless you cut it open Right So let's say you're a tournament angler You're on the straight and narrow You've never done anything in your life You've never even gotten a parking ticket And you hand in a fish that we have to send Across the metal detector And that sucker beeps Guess what's going to happen Dan Hmm. Either you got to prove to me That you're not cheating Which you're sitting there going "I, I didn't do anything to this fish Yeah Everyone is now staring at you, and we can't physically see something wrong with the fish. So now we've got to DQ the fish, possibly DQ you, and it's for something that's relatively
1: common. That that fish you know, might have I mean, swallowed a jig and uh, the line broke, and, and it survived, yeah. and somebody else caught it. Yeah, we've all caught fish with hooks in them, so, wow. Well, uh, it's uh, it's a good thing, in a sense, that this happened at the end of the season, so you folks who run the tournaments have a winter to figure out how you're going to deal with next season, for sure.
3: Yeah, and, and Lake Erie Walleye Trail and the Masters Walleye Circuit do a dual event every single year, that is still planned for this next year. Jason has done an incredible job uh, taking uh, all responsibility of how to handle this this uh, situation. Uh, millions and millions and millions of people are now viewing tournament fishing, and perhaps it'll you know it'll turn some people on to the competitive nature of it and uh, and the really the the good it does for showcasing these fisheries and these tourism areas and all kinds of stuff.
1: Well, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that this had to happen, but maybe, as you suggest, it'll there will be a silver lining to this gray cloud that's over the industry right now. I think so. I think so, Dan. All right. Well, folks, we'll be back with more right after this.
6: RGS. Here's a
3: message from our friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. We at Remy Battery Company want to thank all of our customers and friends we have made over the past 90-plus years and your continued support of our local, family-owned company. Stop in and see the expertise of over nine decades of battery knowledge and customer service. Let us take care of the batteries for all of your needs, from power tools to sump pumps and ATVs to hunting decoys, even down to the smallest hearing aids. Big and small, we have them all. Stop in for a free battery and electrical check before you hit the road, trails, or waters. Don't forget to ask your sales representatives about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at remybattery.com for all
1: your battery and battery accessory needs. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews & Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com.
3: Welcome
0: back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information, Outdoors Radio with Dan Small.
1: Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Florence County, Wisconsin invites you to explore thousands of acres of county, state, and national forest lands, plus wild rivers, ATV, UTV trails, and much more. You can learn all about what's available in Florence County at ExploreFlorenceCounty.com. And joining us once again now is the Director of Florence County Economic Development, Eric Prince. Eric, thanks for joining us, and welcome back to the Outdoors Radio Network.
5: Well, thanks for having me again, Dan.
1: Fall colors must be in full swing, aren't they?
5: It happened quick. It's really changed quite a bit. I think the last time we talked, We were at about 5%, and you can go to the TravelWisconsin.com site and check out the numbers, and as of today, they're at 65%, but I'll tell you what, it it has been an absolute incredible swing. Uh, The colors are absolutely beautiful right now, and we're not even at peak. We're going to be at peak probably sometime next week, but, you know, it's going to start getting cold, and I know that we get a whole bunch of rain coming, so if you can get up, you know, this weekend, it would be awesome. The colors are spectacular.
1: Fantastic, and you've got a lot of maple up there, right?
5: we do. There's a lot of various types that we have up here, and that's actually one of the things I'm a little bit new at, and I'm going to be learning with the help of forestry, but I'm looking forward to it.
1: Well, I am not a tree expert, but maples typically turn red. And oaks are kind of a rusty brown or russet color, and aspen are yellow and everything else is somewhere in between there but with I mean, those right. three basic colors, you know kind of rust and uh and red and yellow, you've got a beautiful rainbow palette really
5: yeah it's it's fantastic. the reds are really popping right now. I'll probably drive up to the top of Kai's Peak and snap a picture. I can send it to you. But it's just a great vista from up there. But if you have a chance to get out on our UTV, ATV trails, just driving around on you know one hundred one seventy, go to the falls, some of the falls that we have. I mean, being out there is absolutely beautiful. It, it's fall. You know, I'm, I mean, today and tomorrow, maybe get the last days that we see, 70s. But we're still going to be in the 60s. That's nice hiking weather. Yep. And we have a lot of trails. we got an incredible trail system. The falls are beautiful. And with the addition of the trees, change of color, it's it's
6: beautiful.
1: Last fall, I was up there with a video crew doing a grouse and woodcock hunt right about now, maybe a little later than now, and the colors were absolutely gorgeous. And we taped some of our conversations by a very small waterfall but it was a beautiful backdrop for our interview, really. I interviewed Ashley Peters of the Rough Grouse Society about grouse hunting opportunities in Florence County, Wisconsin, and in, you know, around the upper Midwest. Because this is grouse central, really, if you're interested in that bird, you know, the upper Midwest, the Great Lake states. We hunted. We saw birds. We got a few We saw beautiful colors, and your waterfalls, I didn't really get a chance to explore more than the one we visited, but you've got, what, seven, I think?
5: We have seven, yeah, and we have the Blue Ox trail riders, who actually maintain the majority of the trails. Um, It's a great club for the UTVA TV area, and I'll tell you what, if you want to schedule something, we should probably talk about having you come up. Maybe we do a trail ride, go around to the various falls and
1: you can actually see them firsthand. Well, that would be fun. It really would. Now, if somebody wanted to do that just for fun, they can rent a UTV or an ATV and, and see some of the falls, right, on the trails?
5: Yeah, absolutely. There's a couple of different organizations up here that rent UTVs. I actually did it about two months ago when my brother was in town, and my wife and my godson, the four of us, rented a UTV, and we were going all around the trails for about five and a half, six hours. It was fantastic.
1: Well, you need to do it again now that the colors are beautiful.
5: Absolutely. And I'd love to see more people out there and just just enjoying it because before you know it, it's going to be snowmobiles that are going to be out there.
1: Yeah, and that's a good thing too. But hunting seasons are open now. We talked a little bit about that last time, but bow season is open. The bear season is pretty much winding down. But the grouse hunters are probably in the woods now too. Quite
5: a few birds, partridge, grouse, like you were saying.
1: And a lot of fishermen wait till fall to get into muskies and bass and even walleyes. I would imagine that the fishing opportunities are going to be good for the next month or so.
5: I would think so. It's going to get a little chilly, but I would say absolutely get out there, especially imagine the views that you're going to have from the water of all the the colors. outside uh, Outside of the opportunities for fishing, I mean, we have you know many lakes and waterways that you can that you can fish and as we were talking off air earlier you're forcing me to get out there so that i can give you a really good update
1: (laughs) i love to to make people work and go fishing uh, at the same time so (laughs) well now you've got some activities coming up this month uh you've got a pheasant hunt for youth don't you
5: we do it's the camel youth pheasant hunt it's happening out at Shady Game Farm in okay. Florence, and, and that's happening on October 15th, 8.30 in the morning, boys and girls from 10 to 17. It's limited to 25, though, so you're going to want to get registered uh, pretty quick. And if, you know, if somebody's interested, they can reach out to me, or if they go to the ExploreFlorenceCounty.com website, they can get the information for Johnny Johnson. He's a friend of mine. He runs the, the local camel group, and yeah, he's pretty excited about all the things that they're going to have coming up for the kids
1: well neat and then a week later you've got a game feed at lefts right
5: it's an annual game feed at lefts it starts at 11 30 and it goes until all the food is gone and, and the profits go to the american legion post here it's, it's for a good cause
1: nice yeah. and they, got a
5: lot of, they get quite a few people coming through there so it's a good event
1: do you know what they're going to serve
5: i know there's going to be plenty of venison I'm guessing there's going to be pheasant. You know, I could guess at the other ones, but I'm pretty sure that those two are going to be included.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a, f- a fairly safe bet. I've been to a number of game feeds, and uh, usually there's venison. Sometimes somebody brings an elk in, and uh, you know, from out west, and and uh, and that gets on the menu. And sometimes there have been exotics. I've seen puma, mountain lion on on a menu at a game feed, uh raccoon, oh. which is pretty common, you know, and, and very good to eat. I've been eating them for the last three years. I, I didn't for forever, and then I started eating raccoon when we catch them to keep uh, our chickens safe, and they're very good. Yeah. They're actually quite tasty.
5: I'm guessing there's going to be some bear in there, too. The, oh. the bear season, I know, is winding down. Yeah. I've seen a lot of trucks with the, the hunters with the dogs. So I'm guessing that we're going to see some of that too. And I've, I've actually had bear. I, I had it for the first time, I don't know, a couple of years ago. One of the guys brought it out to camp. It was pretty good.
1: Yeah, it is tasty for sure. Well, uh, and information on both the camel hunt and the game feed, people can find that on your website. And mm-hmm. they can find updates on other things. I know you got something going on for Christmas, but we'll save that till next month anyway, so we have uh, we have some upcoming events to talk about then.
5: Absolutely. And anybody can always reach out, you know, whether it's through the website, they can always reach out to me here at the economic development office in Florence. Call me, email me, and I'm more than happy to help.
1: Very good. And your contact info is on the website, correct? Yep.
5: Yeah. It's so all right.
1: All right. Well, Eric, thanks so much. You get out and enjoy some of that fall color, and we will talk to you again in November.
5: Sounds fantastic. Thanks so much, Dan.
1: You bet. Eric Prince is the Director of Florence County Economic Development. He lives in a beautiful area of the state, Florence County, Wisconsin, where they have thousands of acres of public land, county, state, and national forest land, and some great wild rivers. We talked about some of the falls, the waterfalls there, but there is a lot more to explore. And you can learn all about it at exploreflorencecounty.com. I'm Dan Small. More outdoors radio right after this.
6: For the nonprofit Ruffed Grouse Society, the well being of the rough grouse and American woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about Forest Wildlife Habitat Management, contact the Rough Grouse Society toll-free at 888-JOIN-RGS.
1: Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters.
6: Get outside and let us be your guide. Florence County, Wisconsin.
5: The fall colors are here. Plan a UTV color ride on the Blue Ox Trails. Hike ATV or disc golf to the top of Kai's Peak for a gorgeous vista. Or drive the 33-mile rustic road number 74 and fence through the National Forest. For an easy one-mile waterfall hike, try LaSalle Falls. For a more rugged hike, breakwater falls is best. For more info, stop by the Visitor Center or go to exploreflorencecounty.com.
1: Flow has made world-class recreational and utility trailers for 40 years, and the industry-leading innovations keep on coming. Choose an all-aluminum UT model or CargoMax, the only utility trailer with a molded polymer bed, integrated sides, and an engineered aluminum frame. With either one, you'll know you don't have just any old trailer. If a new trailer is on your mind, check out floeintl.com.
3: Flow Trailers, where the rubber meets the road. Have more success on the ice with the LiveScope Plus Ice Fishing Bundle LI from Garmin. Drill fewer holes, catch more fish. This portable live sonar bundle comes with the LiveScope Plus system, Echomap UHD 93SV display, and a lithium battery, all packaged in a case making hole hopping a breeze. LiveScope Plus helps you find more fish with improved resolution, reduced noise, clearer images, and better target separation. Fill your freezer with fillets with help from Garmin. Visit Garmin.com or shop your local Garmin dealer today.
1: If your rifle, shotgun, handgun, or muzzleloader needs work this season, call Roger Williams at Northern Magnetic, LLC. A licensed professional gunsmith for over 35 years, Roger can repair, customize, rebarrel, install sights and scope mounts, and more on all firearms makes and models. When you need a professional gunsmith, call Roger at 262-339-1798 or visit FixGuns.com. That's 262-339-1798 or FixGuns.com.
3: The Midwest's largest fishing website, lake-link.com, is your online fishing resource. 90% of Lake Link's features are yours to use free of charge, and members get access to Lake Link's online lake map library, lets you get GPS coordinates of any spot on the lake, and export waypoints to your onboard electronics. Members also get free outdoor classified ads, discounts on online store merchandise, and a whole lot more. You can also listen to Outdoors Radio 24-7 on Lake Link. Listen to this week's show... Catch any of our past shows, subscribe to our podcast, or even sign up for our weekly e-newsletter so you'll know in advance what's coming up right here. Just type in the keyword radio. See what you've been missing. Log on to lake-link.com today. That's lake-link.com.
0: Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small.
3: Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Jeff Kelm. We're brought to you by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend. On the web at cedarlakesales.com. Winterizing supplies are in stock, and Cedar Lake Sales now, uh, their their service center is, is open, so you can check that out on Washington Street, just east of the main store and behind the Shell Station. Check out their website and Facebook page for other details. We're also brought to you by Huntworth Gear, high-tech camo wear at a price you can afford,
1: huntworthgear.com. And if you happen to miss our TV show, Outdoor Wisconsin, or if it's not airing where you live now, you can watch past episodes at milwaukeepbs.org. And Deer Hunt Wisconsin 2021 and a couple of years' worth of shows before that are archived on our Deer Hunt Wisconsin YouTube channel.
3: radio show we are doing right now can be downloaded and taken with you anytime, listened anywhere you go. Go to lake-link.com. Go to the Outdoor Radio page. You download this show and uh, listen to us at your leisure. You can find Dan on social media at Dan Small Outdoors. Find me
1: at Hardwater Jeff. have got a few calendar items for you uh, today. If you're listening to this on Saturday, the 8th of October, the Root River Steelhead facility on Dominic Drive in Racine is having an open house. If you've never seen the Hundreds of big steelhead full of eggs coming up the chute and being processed, and by processed I mean they strip the eggs in the milt and, and they fertilize them and they take the eggs to the hatcheries, and the fish are released to go upstream and uh, and let the anglers have at them. It's uh, open house, so anybody can go there. It's uh, from 9 to 3 on October 8th. A couple of upcoming Becoming an Outdoors Woman events on October 15th. Learn to Hunt Pheasants at the Lone Oak Shooting Preserve in Montello. November 4th through 6th, learn to hunt deer at Treehaven Field Station in Tomahawk. For details, search online for Becoming an Outdoors Woman and the Wisconsin Program, and you'll find out everything you need to know there. I'll be speaking at the historic West Bend Theater in West Bend on Tuesday evening, October 18th, for advanced tickets, you can visit rootsbranches.org. I think they're charging ten bucks. It's not like going to a Grateful Dead concert or anything like that, so you don't have to pay an arm and a leg to to hear me. But I think ten bucks will get you in the door, and uh, I'll be happy to see you there. I'll also be appearing at the grand opening of the new Blaine's Farm and Fleet store in Grafton. That's October 20th through the 23rd, and next week I'll know which day I'll be there. I think it'll be Saturday but I'm not 100% sure there. I'll have it on my Facebook page. Well, some DNR reports. Wolf management plan has been updated. The uh, estimated population, I think you saw this, Jeff, it's, what, 790 and change, so under 1,000 wolves is what they're estimating right now. And more dogs have been killed and injured by wolves, mostly bear trailing hounds, and it was in Bayfield, Burnett, and Langlade counties last week, so it must have been a really bad week for mm-hmm. bear hunters. Uh, yeah. And here's something I didn't know was a thing. I don't know if you've heard of this. Underwater pumpkin carving? <laughs> no, no, I have yeah. not heard of that. Uh, well, apparently several cities have contests, including at the Florida Keys National Marine Sanctuary near Key Largo. I don't know if they're doing it this year because of the hurricane, Hurricane Ian. But if you want to see some online videos, including some neat ones at the Tennessee Aquarium in Chattanooga, uh, go to scuba com. You can even, there's a tutorial on how to, uh, how to carve punk bins underwater. It's a little trick to it. Our theme music is by Warren Nelson. You can hear more of his tunes at warrennelson.com. And by the way, Warren, also known as Anglin Wayne and his band The Trollers will be performing at Brad Bowen's sixth annual Muskie Ball in Tony, Wisconsin. Tony is not too far from Bruce. I guess they must have been buddies back when they were naming towns. I don't I don't know where those names came from, but <laughs> It'll be on November 5th. We'll try to get Brad on the show next week so you can learn more. But save the date for some great Northwoods fun and music, and I might be there this year. Well, I'm Dan Small, here with Jeff Kelm. Get outside this weekend, and be sure to join us again next week for Outdoors Week.
4: When my lazy Ike is just too lazy to lure. When the worms go dry In the coffee can, honey I'll be trolling